The Witch's Tale. The fascination of the eerie, weird, blood-chilling tales told by old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, her wise black cat. They are waiting, waiting for you now. in a great city. Soon you'll see a woman sitting there before a table on which there lies an open letter and a knife. She's a crying. Crying as if a heart had break. And blending with her sobs, you'll hear the ticking of a clock. A clock whose hands are moving towards the hour of four in the morning. And so begins our story of the suicide. <laughs> Suicide! <laughs> I can't live this way any longer. I can't, I can't, I can't. Robert, is that you, Robert? There he is, me, one. Will you come in here, please? I want to talk to you. Now, that's nothing new. You're drunk again. That's nothing new either. Where have you been? It's nearly four o'clock. Huh? It is. You should be in bed. Stop mocking me. Where have you been? Now, darling, I've been out. With whom? Well, if you really must know, with your very best friend, Lawrence Matt. <laughs> I knew. I suspected you suspected. Oh, she's a very charming girl. I'm glad you introduced me to her. <laughs> Florence is altogether different from you. She's a blonde. I like blondes. But her eyes aren't all red from crying. I'm accustomed to your insults. You, you're having an affair with her, of course. Am I? Yes, <laughs> as you have with a dozen others since our marriage. I can't live this way any longer. I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, what are you going to do about it, huh? I'm going to kill myself. Oh, how interesting. I see you got the table all set. Knife on the table and everything. <laughs> Don't let me stop you. Why, why did I ever marry such a beast? <laughs> Just that it was because you loved me. I did. God help me. I still do. And you, you only wanted me for my money. Now, suppose I did. I earned every penny that you ever give me. I stand in for your nagging, for your tears. And for you to be an husband of a fool. You won't have to stand it much longer. My foolishness has nearly ended. Put down that knife. I know you haven't got the nerve to use it. No, you don't know. It doesn't take nerve to kill oneself when there's nothing in life to live for. Even tonight you might have saved me from the madness that you caused. But instead you goad me on to commit the crime I've planned. I can't live this way any longer. I can't. I can't. Give me that knife. I can't. I can't. 
Marvel! Oh, God, you've done it! It was just a bluff. You only scratched yourself to draw that blood. Now, the blade is deep into your chest. I'll get a doctor! Before he could reach here, I'll be dead. No! No, you can't be found dead with a knife wound in your chest. The police will say I killed you. They'll arrest me for your murder! Ah, uh, so that's your plan, you little devil. You mean to get me? No, no, Robert. Yes. But I won't let them get me. <laughs> when they find you, I'll be gone. Oh, wait. And listen. There, up on the table, is a note I wrote. It explains I'm a suicide. You're not lying to me. Look, please. I, I thought of everything to save you trouble. My, my will's in your favor, too. And there's nothing in the note that it will hurt you. It doesn't tell the real reason why I couldn't go on living. But you found it. Yes. Yeah, that puts me in the clear, all right. You can't accuse me now. <laughs> For a moment, I had visions of myself in prison. Oh, what a selfish beast you are. And I love... Ah, stop your whining. Robert. Perhaps I am a selfish beast. But I wouldn't have raised a finger to bring about the thing you've done. But since you're fool enough to do it, I'm glad. Glad I'll have to listen to your sighs no longer. Glad, glad you're dying. No, oh, no. I, oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it. Yes, you meant it. And you could say it as that clock ticks out my last moments on this earth. I'm, I'm sorry. It's too late. Oh, God in heaven, listen to my prayer. If there's justice, let this man suffer. Let me be the instrument to bring him pain. Here, I cannot repay his wrongs. But from the grave, let my hand reach out. Martha, don't say such things. I didn't mean it. What? What are you staring at? Your future. I have been heard. I will be answered. <laughs> you can't frighten me. Remember this day. The 31st of March. Remember the hour I died. For in that day and hour, I shall come... Martha! ...to bring you... Martha! Martha! She's dead. Four in the morning. 31st of March. Oh, I'm no superstitious fool. Doesn't mean anything to me. It can't mean anything to me. It can't mean anything to me! again, Charles. What's his idea? Oh, I don't know. He's merely drunk, as usual. Since his wife committed suicide a year ago, he hasn't drawn a sober breath. Yeah, I know. Till he announced his ghastly reason for giving this party tonight, I thought he was trying to drown his sorrows or his conscience. But now I don't believe he knows the meaning of either. Come on, drink up, everybody. This is 31st of March. Wow, we're celebrating. First anniversary of a very important occasion. <laughs> I'm going home. I don't claim to be a very worthwhile citizen. But every time he alludes to this brawl as the anniversary celebration of Martha's suicide, I feel as though I was dancing in a graveyard. I feel the same as you do. We're the only friends that Rotter has left. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's put him to bed before we go. All right. But let's do it quick. It's nearly four o'clock. Oh, superstitious fool! <laughs> Doesn't mean anything to me. Here he comes. We're getting between us, old dog. You know how to handle drunk. Charlie, Jules, I've been looking for you, old pal. <laughs> Come over to the bar. I want you to meet a very pretty girl. Have another drink. Yeah, huh? Thanks. You've had enough to drink. Come on. Hey, let me go, my arm. Where are you taking me? Upstairs to your room. No, no, I don't want to go to my room. It's nearly four o'clock. I want to go downstairs with people. Come on. No, no. That's why I gave this party. I don't want to be alone. I'm no superstitious fool. Doesn't mean anything to me. Shut the door, Jules. No, I don't. No. Oh. Quick, Charlie. Shut the door. I have oh. the key. Open the door. Don't lock me in the dark alone. Don't lock me in alone. Go to bed and sleep it off. Open the door. It's nearly four o'clock. It's the 31st of March. That doesn't mean anything. I'm no superstitious fool. That doesn't mean anything. It's dumb. It can't be anything. It can't. The clock. It's striking four. It can't be anything. It can't. Robert. Ah! I'm here, Robert. No. No, I'm, I'm hearing things. You don't believe? I won't believe I hear your voice. I won't believe the dead woman returns. I won't. Perhaps your eyes will believe what your ears deny. Look. I am. That night. Help. Help! Help! Ah! Why did you call for help? What made you scream? A hand! A woman's hand! A disembodied hand. It came out of the doctor's with a knife and tried to stab me! Oh, the fool has the DT. No! Oh, look, I'm not drunk anymore. <laughs> I'm not drunk anymore! I saw a woman's hand. A strong, white, slender hand with fingers. A hand! A hand! A hand! And more body to go with it. We just up here and answer to your scream. We needn't have been so alarmed. I've heard of seeing pink elephants, but a disembodied hand is something new. Everyone go and leave me. Everyone but you, Charlie. You want me? Yes. It can't be alone again. But I've got to talk to someone. Close the door. Very well. What are you doing at that writing desk? I'm going to unlock it and convince myself this was... This was imagination. What do you mean? The, the knife in that ghastly hand was the one Martha used to kill herself. After the coroner had finished with it, I had the police give it back to me. Then I locked it in a secret drawer here that no one knew about but me and Martha. If it's still here, I'll know that I was dreaming. If it's still here, I'll know there's no reason for the fear that's been growing in me ever since he died. I'll know. The dead cannot come back. I'll know. Drawer is empty. She has the knife. Martha has returned. Robert, how much longer must we walk about these infernal docks? Oh, just for a little while, Charlie. Only until four o'clock. It's nearly that now. <laughs> it's 
the 31st of March again. I think you're altogether insane to let that drunken imagination of a year ago leave such an impression on you. Did imagination remove that knife from its secret drawer? I can't see how you connect a solid, tangible knife with a disembodied hand and the ghostly voice of a dead woman. The parts don't fit together. Why, you've even told me the hand you think you saw wasn't Martha's. No. Her hand was dark and plump. The one I saw was very white and slender. A strong hand of living flesh and blood. I don't know how the pieces fit, but I know they do. But I'm afraid. Afraid? Oh, pull yourself together. Yes. Yes, I can't let myself go tonight. It's nearly four o'clock. I've got to beat her. Let's get away from this dark waterfront. No, no, no. No, I've got to stay here by the river. They say spirits of the dead can't cross running water. What mad notion have you thought of now? It said the soul of a suicide isn't allowed to rest. An old book I've been reading says, sometimes they come back to earth in the bodies of later suicides in order to finish the work they didn't live to do. And Martha prayed to come back. She... Oh, wait. If that's true, it makes the pieces fit. What do you mean? A voice from the dead and a hand of living flesh that held a knife of steel. And it struck at me three times. I see the answer. Martha and I were married four years. One year had already passed. The gesture meant three more remained to me. So I'd live and suffer by her death the same length of time I'd hurt her during life. That's it. At last I found the answer to it all. When this clock strikes four this morning, I'll receive a warning that for two more years remain. I'll see that living hand again. A hand that now may join a living body with Martha's soul inside. I'll see that knife again and know... Come to your senses. Charlie, there's something floating towards us in the river. Oh, what about it? It looks like a woman. Oh, for the love of heaven, don't stop. Lord, it is a woman. She's struggling to keep afloat. I can't swim. You've got to get her. No. No, I can't go near her. Listen. Listen to that clock. It's striking four. Robert. Let me go. I've got to get away. Help me. Help. Oh. That voice. Martha. It's a drowning woman, you rotten coward. You've got to save her life. Don't push me into the water. She's waiting for me there. Waiting for me with that knife. Oh. Now get her, damn you. Or I'll come back and kill you. You hear me? Keep your head above water while I go for help. Help somebody. Help. Let us drink to Rescuer and Rescue. It is a pleasure to drink at all in this world after being so close to another one. Do you not agree with me, monsieur? Uh, yes. Yes, of course. You're French, aren't you? My English is not so good. Without that accent, your voice would be very like... like another I used to know. I fail to note the slightest resemblance. And furthermore, this lady's displayed no knife upon a person. Four o'clock's passed. Another day's here. Forget it. I do not understand. There's nothing to understand. Except I've been a fool. Fill up these glasses again. And this time we'll drink to our new acquaintance. <laughs> That's the idea. And in case you haven't noticed, she's a very stunning blonde. <laughs> oh, I've noticed that all right. You know my weakness. <laughs> you have a weakness? Ah, a great one. For you to take advantage of. <laughs> What's your name, pretty lady? My name is Eleanor. I am nobody. How did you happen to be floating in the water? I had thought it for my end. You mean... I was unhappy. I did not wish to live. But after I leapt into what you call eternity, I realized there are things to be done in this world that they, they cannot do. So I cry for help. I pray to come back to life. I tell God I wish to return. Return? What is the matter? I've just noticed your hands. Strong, white, slender. And do they, like my voice, remind you of another? Yes. Oh, but it doesn't mean anything. 
Four o'clock is past. I won't be again a, a superstitious fool. Mon cher Robert, is it not strange the way our lives have joined? Only two short months ago, you will pull me back from death. And tomorrow, I become your wife. It might even be said you take your bride from out of the grave. Oh, don't say such things. Please don't. Again, you look at me as on the morning we first met. Is it my voice that troubles you this time? Or my white hands? Whatever fear I had has gone since I've known you. Well, nearly gone. But a new fear has come to take its place. A fear that loving you has brought about. What do you mean? You've heard what a rotter I've been. My mind's in constant turmoil for fear you'll do to me what I've done to others. Oh, Eleanor... Be good to me. Promise me. No. No, don't. Or if you did, I'd think it was a lie. Knowing myself, I can't trust even you. What can one do in such a situation? Oh, nothing, I suppose. Although if I knew more about you, of the life you lived before, I'd feel better. Tomorrow you will begin to learn of me, mon cher. Now it is my whim to tell you nothing. You found a drowning woman in the river. Tomorrow she will be your wife. It is my whim to be... A dead woman whom you restored to life. Helena. Oh, I forgot. You like me not to say such things? It, it doesn't mean anything, of course. It cannot mean anything, of course. Oh, I can't stand this any longer. I can't. I can't. I can't. Eleanor? Is that you, Eleanor? Who do you think it is? Come here. I want to talk to you. Oh, that is nothing new. You always do when I come home this late. You've been drinking again. It's nearly four o'clock. Where have you been? You would really like to know. Oh, stop mocking me. We hadn't been married a week when you began to behave like this. I won't stand it any longer. I won't. I won't. I won't. What will you do about it? I'll, I... Oh, there's nothing I can do. Eleanor, I don't want to quarrel. I can't quarrel with you tonight. I only want you with me. That is why I returned to you so early. Charlie told me you do not like to be alone at 4 o'clock this morning. Charlie told you? Oui. They say you are afraid of this 31st of March. You were with Charlie again tonight. Why not? I like him much. He is so different from you. You're having an affair with him. Am I? Yes. Oh, why was I ever fool enough to marry a woman from the cutter? Why did you marry me? For the same reason I can't do anything to punish you for what you're doing. Because I love you. I'm so sorry for you. Good night. Oh, Eleanor, don't go. Come back. Shall I stay here to be insulted? Not I. I am not like your other wife whose ghost you fear may come tonight. Oh, don't say that. Don't! For whatever wrong I did to her, or any other woman, you've paid me back in kind and paid me in full. Oh, Eleanor. How can you make me suffer so? Stop your whining. Oh. I will be glad when I shall hear your sighs no longer. I will be glad if you were dying. Stop! I said that once and no one heard but her. How do you know? Have I repeated some words that you once said? You know you have. Who are you? Just a suicide you rescued from the river. You have her voice. Your hands are strong and white and slender like the one that held that knife. But you're living flesh and blood. Living flesh and blood. That is a privilege and a curse reserved for suicide. You mean... What do you think I mean? I, I know. Maybe you do, and maybe not. It is nearly the anniversary of our first meeting and of your rendezvous with the dead. I shall keep you company until the clock is strikes. Then I shall leave this house on you until another year has passed, when I will return on this same morning so you will not be alone. Return? For the last time. Martha, 
Eleanor. <laughs> Your two wife's names sound pleasant as you say them so together. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the clock strikes four, and I say au revoir. Now you will not fear to be left alone, for your ghosts have failed to keep a rendezvous. But that, of course, cannot mean anything. A year from tonight. One year of life. One year of life. Everything locked and bolted, Harper? Yes, sir. You understand that not a door or window of this house must be opened under any consideration? I understand, sir. Is that clock right? Uh, correct to the second. All right, all right, leave me, leave me. Uh, yes, sir. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. 31st of March. I'm ready. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Flesh and blood can't have a few bolted doors and windows. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. A pistol filled with... Silver bullets. That'll stop creatures from the grave. Oh, I'm talking to myself again. No wonder people say I'm mad. Perhaps I am. This past year and the three before have... But tonight will end it. And I'm going to beat her. Oh, what am I saying? Oh, yes. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Oh, please, get to four o'clock. It's so hard to wait alone. Charlie used to wait with me. Then Eleanor. But now they've gone. No, no, Eleanor is coming here. Oh, how I loved her. Love her still. No, no, no. Tick-tock. Eleanor is Martha. Martha's in her body. The dead is in the living, so I hate them both. It's almost time to strike. Oh, my wait is nearly ended. She'll have the knife, but I won't die. I have bolts and bars until the bullet. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Strike. I'm ready. Strike. <laughs> Robert, for the last time. Helena. And Martha, as you know where the safe. I know. I know. Your soul is in her living body. A privilege and a curse reserved for suicide. But in her living form, I see. But I'm prepared for both the living and the dead. <laughs> Silver bullets will stop creatures from the grave. <laughs> Why don't you fall? How can you still come on with, with that knife? Keep back. Keep back. Don't strike. God has done his justice on you, Robert. Now I, his instrument, return to death. Suicide. <laughs> Pleasant dreams to you folks. 